Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Greg Kelly, the latest breaking news and opinions, entertaining and informative. Okay, we still haven't gotten the guy, the suspect, Frank James. Oh boy, what a nut job, huh? Nasty, nasty, bigoted, racist. Oh man. Uh, just like they described him, though, uh, five foot five, fat, wearing a vest, a construction vest. And what's the, uh, what's else? What else can we say? He was, um, swarthy. He was, uh, a gentleman of, uh, dark complexion. He was, um, uh, Mediterranean. Uh, he was he was black. It's okay to say everybody dancing around all day on television. And the police commissioner, to her credit, wasn't afraid to say it was a black guy. It's okay. Every time a white guy says something crazy, does something crazy. Hey, we know he's a white guy. It's okay. This is what you need. They didn't want to say it. It was really something. We'll have more on that, and we have to thank Rudy Giuliani. And his entire team at WABC, because guess what? We know who this guy is, Frank James, possibly in part because of a guy like Rudy Giuliani. Well, here's what happened. Uh, Rudy gets the information that they're looking for a U-Haul, and it's got Arizona plates. And he says it right away on the radio. We're looking for the reality of, trying to do a Rudy impression, the reality of, um, he's the best. He's one of my favorites in the world. And he put that out there. And some guy in Brooklyn was listening. And he's like, there's a U-Haul with an Arizona plate right in my driveway. A guy was listening to Rudy Giuliani, and he saw the U-Haul just as Rudy said, hey, it's got Arizona plates. The guy's listening to the radio, looks out the window. It's got Arizona plates, and it's right in front of my driveway. Calls the cops. Ten seconds later, we know the guy's name. And uh, things start coming together really, really quick. So, um, but he's still out there somewhere. And, uh, or is he? You know, these guys said, well, he put a bunch of videos up on on YouTube, which, oh, by the way, since he wasn't talking about uh, uh, the stolen election, they just let it be there. You can say whatever you want. You can say stuff like this. This is Frank James, a suspect in yesterday's subway attacks, shooting his mouth off on YouTube. Cut 53. Now tell the American Negro this, I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. You want to make up some story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb They don't see it that way. They hate your guts. And why do they hate your guts? Because they know that your rightful place is as a slave in this country. They know that. You're the only one that doesn't realize that. And now you want to be equal to them by force. They didn't choose to elect. They didn't elect to make you an equal. You had to force them to make you an equal. And now they're just getting more angry and more angry. The anger is building up. And it, nothing can happen here. All right, cool it, Frank. Uh, you're going to lecture us about anger, okay? All right, so he's, um, he's totally crazy. However, 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 he's not totally crazy. 
in that some of the stuff that he was just saying has been sanctified, uh, legitimized. Uh, the really, really crazy stuff was at least destigmatized by the left, by the mainstream media. And if you look like Frank, i.e., black person with a huge problem uh, that you see, you can talk about it in any way you want. And everybody else is supposed to shut up and listen and be polite. We don't want to. Tr- uh, it's my, I'm a white man, and I just have to listen to Frank. This is his perspective, and it was his perspective on YouTube. Meanwhile, some guy sneezes about the election, like me, and I'm shadow banned on Twitter. It's just it's incredible. Uh, now, where would Frank get these horrible ideas about America being such a horrible, racist place and the, and the friction between whites and blacks? Now, where would that come from? Hmm? Where would he get the idea? Where is such an exotic notion coming from? You know where it's coming from. <laughs> Everywhere. Cut 45, please. We've seen with horrifying clarity... The cost of systemic racism. We have a system that is built on systemic racism, and we have to dismantle that system piece by piece. Racism is systemic. It is structural. It is pervasive. Racism in America is endemic. It is foundational. America has a long history of systemic racism. The battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. And... It goes on for about another 20 minutes of all that kind of stuff. They just say it again and again and again. And if you are of a criminal bent like this guy, Frank James, uh, you can see how that might, well, one day you grab a gun and you walk on a subway. And by the way, I would like to know more about the victims. I haven't heard enough about the victims. Have you? Have you noticed that? We're not hearing about them. Who are they? Their names? What do they look like? Now, we had a very thoughtful caller yesterday pointing out that the, the train came from, a, or at least went through, uh, a heavily Chinese area in Brooklyn. Was this anti-Asian? No, they don't want to talk about that. Actually, I see the, the, the media right now, they're not talking anything about this man, his crazy racist motives or anything like that. It's just a manhunt. It's just a sheriff looking for, the, for their man. That's it. No other, nothing else is on the table. And Eric Adams trying to uh, somehow claim credit for... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> this man is not ready, and I think we all know that now. I told you about him. Oh, boy, I told you about him. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is not going to end well. Um, oh, here's Rudy, actually, at that moment I was telling you about. He gave the van description on WABC Radio. Do we have the gentleman's name who was listening in Brooklyn? I'd love to know his name. Now, this has been picked up, by the way. This is not WABC beating its own horn. Although we do that from time to time. Nothing wrong with that in life. I do it, too. Uh, This is reported in the New York Times, actually. Uh, The FBI. Everybody knows that Rudy Giuliani saying this on the radio uh, yesterday at about, what, 4.15. The right person was listening. The uh, cut 40, cut 56, Rudy Giuliani during his show. And they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume he comes from Arizona. 
Hey, I didn't know that about uh, U-Haul, did you? <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is brilliant. Well, somebody was listening at that time. You know, anyway, that's just great. And they found the vehicle right away, and there was a treasure trove of evidence. And um, I just well, we have to thank our listeners, the listeners of WABC Radio. Let's see if we can find out who that individual was, if he or she wants to be identified. That's great. And I got to hand it, you know, to the New York Times for pointing out that it was Rudy Giuliani. You know, you get all kinds of information. You don't have to read everything that's in front of you. You can pay, take a pass on it. You can think to yourself, eh, no one's going to. It's a U-Haul van. He, I don't know. And he knew. He knew that thing about the Arizona plates. I love it. I love it. Let's just see here. Uh, do we have the police commissioner saying uh, who who's responsible here? I did notice they had a lot of folks saying that it wasn't terrorism. And when you have a crazy ideology that we heard in that tape, I don't know. How is this not terrorism? They, they really wanted to push that, though. Not terror. Not terror. Cut 44. They are not calling this a terrorist attack at this point. This is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. Uh, okay. And, and that went on for a little while longer as well. Why not? Why not? Why the rush? I was talking to my dad about this, actually, Ray Kelly, former police commissioner, uh, longest serving ever. And there is a it's important to not make that call prematurely. Either way, he, he thinks that they were de-emphasizing uh, the terror aspect of this possibly prematurely. I'll tell you this. Uh, we did not see terrorism under Ray Kelly and Mike Bloomberg. No, we didn't. They did everything they can to could to plus up the counterterrorism bureau, actually to create one, to hire agents from the Central Intelligence Agency from around the world, deploy them around the world, get in equipment that I think is still top secret. And the message was clear. Do not come to America. Do not come to New York. We know you're coming to America, but don't come to New York. And then de Blasio came in and he wanted to... Uh, Make sure, no, no, we don't need that. That, oh, that, that, that That's unacceptable. All, all that's unacceptable. By the way, I heard Eric Adams call this unacceptable. What's up with the word unacceptable? It's a depraved act of cowardice. But no, they, they called it unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Just unacceptable that he would be down there with his guns and his smoke bombs. Unacceptable. That doesn't sound significant enough. Does it to you? Um, hey, in... The New Yorkers who uh, were helping out there, we don't know. Why don't we? As the, you know, I talked to some people. There are some folks who just want to move on. We do move on awfully quickly in this country, too quickly, I think. Uh, all right, so where are we? I think this guy was motivated in part. You know, they say all the time, Donald Trump, uh, the big lie in January 6th, if he wasn't talking about the election now. He had every right to talk about the election. The, there were major problems in the election. We were listening. Uh, he called for a peaceful rally. It was peaceful. I have grave concerns about what happened at that rally, who instigated certain things, why police officers let protesters inside. But let's take just for, a, for the sake of conversation, all right, just for a moment, let's just say Donald Trump's rhetoric helped bring on January 6th. I do not believe that. I don't. But if you accept that totally, if you've been pushing that like they were on the left, then you must accept responsibility that the left's rhetoric 
over the past two, three years about what a fundamentally racist, uh, systemically racist, flawed, our original sin of slavery, all that stuff, hearing it 24-7 all the time, you don't think that had an effect on this individual? Now, let me hear his mindset one more time. This is Frank James. This is prior to the subway attack. Cut 53. This is the suspect. This is the guy they're looking for. And here is a sampling of his um, political views. Cut 53. Now, tell the American Negro this. I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. You want to make up some story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb They don't see it that way. They hate your guts. And why do they hate your guts? Because they know that your rightful place is as a slave in this country. They know that. You're the only one that doesn't realize that. So do you think a guy with this mindset, with this uh, worldview, what do you think he did after, uh, after George Floyd died? And the over-the-top reaction to that, hmm? You think his views might have been even, uh, well, perhaps radicalized? Did, did that radicalize him? I've said before, what happened to George Floyd should not have happened. All right? I wish that did not have happened. I wish it didn't happen. I wish George Floyd wasn't on all those drugs that day. I wish he didn't shoplift. I wish a couple of years earlier he didn't hold a knife to a pregnant woman's belly and demand to know where the money was for his drugs. Uh, let's see. I wish George Floyd did not have a panic attack in the back of that vehicle. I wish the cops actually, instead of taking mercy on him, just left him in the back seat of the police car and closed the door. He could have kept yelling and screaming. But no, in an effort to help him, they let him out as he was desperately saying, put me on the floor, put me on the floor, put me on the floor. He said it. He wanted it. The cops, yes, it's true. They were trying to help him. For a moment, at least, they were trying to help him. And then he's, you know, moving around a lot. And for some absurd reason, there is a rule in a book up in Minneapolis that says you can put the knee on the neck of a suspect you are trying to subdue. I didn't write that. Derek Chauvin didn't write that. The other cops didn't write that. Somebody wrote it. No, we don't want to talk about that. That will upset the whole thing. You realize what a limb I would be out on right now if I were on CNN saying this stuff? CNN, right? MSNBC. Now, this happens to be true. They don't want to hear it. Not only do they want to hear it, not only do they want to ignore it, they want to suppress it. That's really dangerous. Isn't it? It's one thing to ignore, another thing to suppress. Is it? Is it time? It's time for me to suppress my voice for two minutes. Greg Kelly. This is the Greg Kelly Show. (laughs) Hey, think about it. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, yesterday as an ex-mayor of the city of New York. When was he last mayor? Over 20 years ago. He did more yesterday to protect New Yorkers than Eric Adams did yesterday. Uh, yesterday. What was the date yesterday? Is it twelve? the 12th, right? April 12th, 2022. Eric Adams did not do as much as, uh, as Rudy Giuliani did. What did Rudy Giuliani do? Cut 56, please. 
and they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume you come from Arizona. I didn't know that, but anyway, his decision to say that at that time with the information he had, guess who was listening? A guy in Brooklyn, the U-Haul, was sitting in his driveway, actually blocking his driveway. He's like, yeah, that guy's been there all day. I called the guy. He called the cops again, saying, hey, this is, the, this is yeah, Rudy just said it. Meanwhile, what was Adams doing? I saw him doing a lot of television, saying a lot of nothing, actually. Now, he's got COVID, so he he's, can't go outside. You can tell he's raring to go. So he had everybody. He did every, I think he did every show in the world. He did a podcast from Mexico City. He did everything. And uh, what what bits of wisdom did he have here? Cut 54. What do we have here? What did he say? There's no evidence that indicate at this time uh, that there was an accomplice. It appears as though he was operating alone. And we're going to have uh, police uh enforcement on our subway system. We'll have the real omnipresence. Uh, and we're asking New Yorkers to be vigilant. Uh, and we know how to do this. We've been here before uh, during uh, such devastating attacks against our city. And we're asking New Yorkers if they see something, uh, say something and do something, notify a uh, local official who's there. We're going to have uniform presence uh, throughout the entire system. Uh, you see how it just, it's just words. It just takes up space. If you see something, say something. A fourth grader could have told you that in 2002, all right? I mean, like, it's nothing. It sounds good, and uh, the evidence doesn't indicate at this point that, like, it's just I'm going to be on TV now because I'm the mayor, and that's kind of, I think, what you're supposed to do. Uh, That's what I want to do because, actually, there are people out there stupid enough when they meet me and they see the tie that I'm wearing and the shirt that I'm wearing and the jacket that I'm wearing, and they see that I'm 160 pounds and really fit, they think I can be president of the United States because, well, let's face it, I'm cool. Rudy Giuliani did more for this city yesterday than the mayor of the city of New York, the sitting, the active-duty mayor of the city of New York. And that's, that's something. I love it. Uh, in the meantime, I will come back to that. Uh, Joe Biden, very, very interesting little item I just saw here. It's going to happen. Um, is it that interesting? Look. He's going to have primary challengers if he's stupid enough to run for re-election. If he makes it all the way to 2024, I don't think he will. I just don't. Quite frankly, if I had to predict, if they came in here and said with a gun to my head, you have got to tell us what happens to Joe Biden. If you're not right, we're going to kill you. And you got to say it right now. You got to make a prediction. And we're going to put you in a room. And if it doesn't come true, so it has to be right. Uh, My guess would be if everything was on the line for me, my life, I would say that he is going to be forced from office. He is going to have to resign. Um, The criminal probe into Hunter will definitely, if it hasn't already, touch Joe Biden before that happens or as it's happening. He will have to resign from office. Maybe they'll cite health concerns, reasons, right, something. He'll have another moment like he did the other day where he starts one story and then moves to another. Look, you can do that in radio, okay? There's a reason for it. But, you know, when you're the president and you're supposed to talk about Katanji Brown Jackson for uh, five minutes, 
and all of a sudden you're talking about President Xi of China and the 17,000 miles, you're on some plane together, and then uh, you, you misstate the number of justices, you say 200 when there are only 100, and you, and you call the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, and you're getting everything wrong. And oh, by the way, you're losing in uh, Ukraine and you're losing in um, Afghanistan. You're not leading. You're not leading NATO anymore. You're just following. And everybody can see it. I don't think he's going to make it. So that's my prediction. He's going to have to resign. Uh, But there's this in Breitbart. Prominent Democrat operatives have warned that if President Joe Biden makes good on his promise and runs for re-election in 2024, he will have to have primary challengers. If he runs, he will be challenged, again, from within the Democrat Party. Okay, Michael Starr Hopkins told The Hill on Wednesday, Hopkins enthusiastically supported Biden's presidential campaign in 2020, but has soured on the presidential on the president as an unchallenged nominee. Uh, let's see. Who the hell is? They don't tell us who he is. Quite a name, though. Uh, Michael Starr Hopkins. Uh, Corbin Trent. This guy is a bit more relevant. Senior aide to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. If it looks like it's going to be a free-for-all, then I think it's going to be back to the 24-person primary. That would be very embarrassing. Jimmy Carter had to face just one, Ted Kennedy. And Ted almost did it, which is a whole other scandal. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Do, do, do. Um, Frank James. Frank James, 62 years old, still out there somewhere. Rudy Giuliani, I do want to familiarize myself a little bit more with his worldview and philosophy. All right. Uh, Frank James looking at his uh, YouTube machine at home. Cut uh, whatever you got next. Now, tell the American Negro this. I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. All right. Now, I heard that one. He already made that point abundantly clear. Mr. Uh, Mr. Frank James, now let me hear uh, more of your insanity. And if they try to exterminate us, I would not be mad at them one bit because of huh? and that's the you are, refuses to understand that you have a serious problem that you have not dealt with since they so-called set you free, and they didn't set you free, they turned you loose. You cannot set free a domesticated animal. You can only turn it loose. And that's what was done to you. And your refusal to understand that means the death of your children. Means their early exit off this planet. Uh, Easy there. Chief, wow, that is evil. I mean, it's like you're listening to the devil. What? Look, he's obviously insane, but insane people listening to that crap from the the mainstream media slash leftist uh, slash uh, Black Lives Matter slash Antifa, not a problem. Listening to that all day long, and America's a fundamentally racist place, and then you throw this guy in the mix. Let me hear what they've been saying. You know what they've been saying. They've been saying it to- all the time, all the time. Hey, I had to do something to get Joe Biden elected. Cut 46, please. With the issues of systemic racism throughout our society. We have been fighting systemic racism in this country for 400 years. It is systematic or systemic racism through many 
if not all of our institutions. And it gets to the point of the systemic racism that exists in this country that permeates every social system that we have here. Let's be real that systemic racism is part of our American culture. It's embedded in every facet of life. Uh, systemic racism is just as American as apple pie. All right. So uh, you hear that's not just some crazy uh, channel that you're hearing on CB radio or whatever. That's MSNBC. That's CNN. That's uh, that's Joe Biden. That's Kamala Harris all the time. And then Mr. Frank James shows up. And what's his mindset again? This is why it's important to, to think about what you're going to do before you do it. And let's not forget. I've been through a lot of where I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my face immediately. But I thought about the fact that, hey, man, I don't want to go to no prison. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, I just, I'd be like, hey, man, I'm not built for no prison. I'm just not. So, all right. He wants to kill people. Hey, prison is a deterrent. Did you hear that? It was a deterrent for a little while. But until it wasn't, I guess. And then he went blasting. Does he say anything else? I'm, af- I'm afraid he does. Oh, gosh. Do, we ha- do, we, do, we, do, we, do I continue to do this? And one more. I want you to believe that that's possible. I want you to delude yourself and tell yourself this <laughs> about that could never happen here. That could never happen here. Those are famous last words. That could never happen here. Yes, the could, and it will. What would he do without the F word? It's a conjunct. It's a it's a it's a preposition for him. It's an adverb. It's a it's a what do you call that? A conjunction. What's but or the? That's a conjunction, right? In in grammar. He. Uh, um, now I saw a video of this guy before the attack. He's not exactly nimble. Uh, he's you remember Weeble Weeble Wobbles? Do they still make those? When I was a kid, it was a toy. It was like a little oval shaped man. And they weebled, they wobbled, they didn't fall down. It was just like this. Um, all right, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, it, it, he walks like Humpty Dumpty. I don't know. He's just kind of, he can't run. There's no way this guy is on the run. He found some basement. He, he Somebody said he's right next to Greenwood Cemetery. Maybe he's hiding in a mausoleum. Uh, who knows? Uh, it's uh, Oh, here it is on TV right now. Oh, it's on my show. There he is, walking down the street with his jacket on. Looks like he's going to the airport. Uh, he's got a, one of those wheelies. He does. He, well, he could really blend in with that. With he, he could very much blend in in this city. Although he's from Wisconsin. What do you guys think? Uh, oh, Cheech is on the phone in Suffolk County. Yes, Cheech. Cheech. Hey, Greg. What's up, buddy? Listen. You could implement any kind of laws you could implement. You cannot stop crazy. You just can't. It's going to be with us. Unfortunately, we're at, you know, we're at their mercy. We're at the crazy person's mercy. Anybody could wake up and say, you know what? I'm going to F up everybody today. I mean, it could happen to anybody, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, Cheech, though, relax. Look, we live in a free and open society. Yes, crazy people can do crazy things, and they will. Uh, but did you, even in his craziness, play that again where he said he wanted to kill people. 
But there was a problem. He didn't want to go to jail. Is that what he said? Let me hear that again. This is why it's important to, to think about what you're going to do before you do it. And let's not forget, I've been through a lot of where I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my face immediately. But I thought about the fact that, hey, man, I don't want to go to no prison. Yeah, you see, he didn't want to go to no effing prison. Cheech, I mean, it is crazy. He probably killed himself. He's probably dead somewhere. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Uh, But, uh, yeah, you can't stop crazy. But I don't know what you want to, like, I think, look, Eric Adams doesn't know what he's doing. He appointed a person in way over her head as police commissioner. Uh, I'm hearing that the department is in a state of disarray and no one's really in charge. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. That's a direct reflection on Eric Adams. This man has no business being mayor. He never should have gotten uh, within 100 miles of City Hall, this guy. He is that bad. But here we are. I don't know what's going to happen. I, uh, But, you know, you can't protect yourself against crazy. That's true. You know, I don't want to live in a totalitarian state. Actually, you know what? I did hear once somebody say, you know, you could actually guarantee total security. You know how you do that? By suspending the Constitution. I don't want to live that way. I was in the Soviet Union before... Well, I guess it's just as bad now, but I was in the Soviet Union when they called it the Soviet Union back in the 80s. And talk about a totalitarian state. I, you know, I was a 14-year-old kid from Long Island, and they were following me around. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. Cheech, thanks, man. Uh, Stephen is in Manhattan. Yes, Stephen. Thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. Indeed. Uh, I just wanted to... uh... Say that when you put on the uh, Frank James uh, audio for the first time, I had not, I, I had just tuned in, so I had not heard you, I guess, introduce it as Frank James. So I thought it was Mayor Adams because it sounded very much like Adams. Oh, if come you on. play them both one after the other, I don't think, I, how- I, I didn't hear that. Really? Come on. Are you joking? No, sir. Well, I know what you mean when you turn it on. You may not have understood who was speaking, and then you thought Adams. But, well, let's compare the voices. This is, uh, we all know what Eric Adams uh, sounds like, but here's a review. Cut 54. There's no evidence that indicate at this time uh, that there was an accomplice. It appears as though he was operating alone. Okay, there's Eric Adams. Now let's hear Frank James. This is why it's important to, to think about what you're going to do before you do it. All right, stop. <laughs> Stephen, I take it all back. I'm so sorry. You are right. There is a slight... Yes, there is. <laughs> Stephen, are you there? I'm here, sir. Okay. <laughs> you, you are correct. You it's are correct. I mean, when he's really yelling and screaming... Not when he's yelling and screaming, he sounds like a crazy person. But right there... Oh, man. Can I hear that one more time? Let, let's start this time with, uh, let's do it again. Let's do it Eric Adams first. There's no evidence that indicate at this time uh, that there was an accomplice. It appears as though he was operating alone. Okay. And this now, is why it's uh, important to, to think about what you're going to do before you do it. All right. I'm sorry. I, even I thought it was, I thought the, sec, the second voice was Eric Adams. It's, you anyway. can't tell the difference. Well, all right. Look, hey, but Steve, I mean, look, it it took me by surprise. 
it's for a moment, yes, there's a similarity. Let's face it, though, there's nothing to do with that. I mean, there's nothing, Greg, you know, Greg, what? I want to ask you something else. Now, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that called you in and said, hey, maybe all the murders in Chicago have to do with an illicit, below-ground, black-market, body-harvesting scheme. And you said you would look into it. So I'm just calling back and saying, I, you know, yeah, no, murders- I think I, uh, I, if, if you said that, I'm still, I, I think right away of the movie Coma. I don't think I was seriously saying I was going to look into it. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't think I was. I mean, a black. Tell me again, uh, harvesting the organs. Well, all you, yeah, all you need is a few people to do what, what is necessary. You just need. Oh my a, God, a Stephen! Weed. Again, you're making sense all over again. It's clicking. You're, I mean, like, you know, I mean, jeez. Oh, need a legal uh, doctor. Oh, uh, all you need Steve, who the hell are you? You're brilliant. How do you get this stuff? Who are you? I'm just a mild-mannered reporter, number one. And number two— A reporter for what? A, for who? A, what do you I'm do? A singer song, I'm a oh. singer-songwriter, and I want you to, in your own private you know, meanderings, please go into my Apple. That's the Beatles' Apple record. It's called King, K-I-N-G. All right, I'll try to do that. I don't—I mean, I got so many—I can't, I can't, I can't. Dude, I have no time to do the necessities of life. I this this sounds very important though. Uh you're an interesting guy, Stephen. How long have you been playing the piano? You didn't say you played the piano. Uh, what do you do? I, st- I I started writing songs on 53rd and Broadway and uh Is that the Brill 19- Building? 19 Well, it's adjacent to it. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's not the Brill Building. It's 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 adjacent. Have you ever been to the Brill Building? No, the Brill Building is 1619. Oh, okay. Remember that Juggy Jails? What? Me too. I know. All right, Stephen. Listen, I gotta go. Uh, it very, you're always interesting, and I gotta tell you, you, that was good. That was. Good. I gotta take a quick break. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly. This is the Greg Kelly Show. Did you see the big busloads of illegal migrants? Uh, Shipped from Texas in buses to uh, Washington, D.C., right there at the Capitol. All of them getting off. Um, I thought it was actually a pretty cool move by Greg Abbott. I think they gave these migrants the option. They were going to be shuttled throughout the country by the federal government, uh, shuffled through the federal. You guys want to go to Washington, D.C.? We're trying to prove a point here. Okay. See, send us. And they went to. Uh, Washington, D.C., big busloads of illegal migrants. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas trying to say, hey, Washington, uh, fix this. Will you fix it now with a gr- bit more urgency? We drop them right at your doorstep, literally. Um, who knows? Who knows? Um, now, there are some you know, definite uh, things I don't like about that. I mean, I don't want it happening, period. And, and here he is doing it to Washington and after the photo op is over, you know, you got illegal migrants walking around Washington, D.C. And I don't like that, more of them, whatever. So, but at least he's doing it in broad daylight. He had a press conference and said, this is my idea. This is what we're going to do. This is when we're going to do it. This is how we're going to do it. And we're going to drop them off at this address on such and such a date. <clears throat> and he was up and up on the up and up about it. Whereas our federal government, 
Have you seen Rob Astorino? He's been fantastic on this. The former Westchester County executive, Rob Astorino, running for the Republican nomination for governor, running for governor. Oh, ooh, and by the way, Kathy Hochul, way to go. Huh? <laughs> we'll get to, I'll get back to that in a second. And her lieutenant governor, this is spiraling out of control for her fast. Um, Astorino saw some uh, suspicious stuff. He saw buses in the middle of the night with uh, loads of illegal migrants on board leaving Westchester County Airport. They were flown there by the federal government, we believe, privately contracted aircraft. Um, or I'm sorry, a private aircraft uh, federally contracted. And it's happening and no one is doing anything about it. The media could give a damn. Hell, Rob Astorino has now become our news gatherer on illegal immigration in the Northeast. No one else is really, you know, you'd be surprised how few news organizations have the wherewithal, the inclination the, the, the to send cameras all the way up to Westchester. Ah, we got to do something. I don't know. Is it COVID related? Can we get Trump on it? Um, and that was something. That was something. So uh, we we like Greg Abbott, but don't get carried away. The other thing I needed to do was uh, I take. Oh, uh, do you remember this little gem, Hollywood? No, I'm going to stop there and go back to Eric Adams. Sorry for the jumble here. I just want to remind myself and everybody else that Eric Adams in January said when he tried to hire his brother to be his director of security, I need my brother to protect myself from all the white supremacy that's out there, all the white supremacy. Do we have that yet? Okay, no, we're working on it. He said it on CNN. He said it out loud. There's so much white supremacy, I need protection from the white supremacy. Now, that's a great big fat lie about white supremacy, all right? It's a great big it, – it's one thing also when Eric says it. He's just a clown local guy. Oh, here he is, though. Here he is saying it, all right? Uh, right after we have that crazy black nationalist nut job wage the worst attack on a subway system in the – I think in the history of America. This was the worst attack on a subway system in America. What was he warning us? What, why did he want to hire his brother to direct his security? Why was his security so uh, so imperiled? Listen to this. But let me be clear on this. Uh, my brother is qualified uh, for the position. Uh, number one, he will be in charge of my security, uh, which is extremely important to me in a time when we see an increase in white supremacy and hate crimes. I have to take my secur- security in a very serious way. White supremacy. Did you hear him say that? Yep, he said it all right. How about that, huh? Liar. It's one thing if he says it, though, because he's just, well, he's just Eric. Even he told us to call him that, right? I'm just Eric. On Friday of last week, just, I guess, what, three days before the big attack, four days before the big attack, Secretary Mayorkas was here in New York City. Now, who is Mayorkas? Uh, he's the Department of Homeland Security Secretary. He is the top guy. And he said that white supremacy is the number one threat to America. Now, that is a political lie. It's a lie told for political purposes. They want to, um, I guess they want to further inflame people like Mr. James. Mr. James, uh, how mad are you? One more time. This is why it's important to, to think about 
what you're going to do before you do it. And let's not forget, I've been through a lot of where I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my face immediately. But I thought about the fact that, hey, man, I don't want to go to no prison. that. You know, when I was younger, I just, I'd be like, hey, man, I'm not built for no prison. I'm just okay. not. How about the one where he gets really mad at everything and everybody? And if they tried to exterminate us, I would not be mad at them one bit because of and that's the you are refuses to understand that you have a serious problem that you have not dealt with since they so-called set you free and they didn't set you free. They turned you loose. All right, we got to get this guy some uh, some help and some punishment. Oh, yeah, punishment. He's got to be punished. And help? I don't know. He seems to have thought this all out. Maybe he's not crazy. I don't know. Crazy? I'm not a professional. I'm just saying he's crazy. You know, I've got four crazy people right here. No, they're not crazy like that. You know what I mean. There's crazy. It doesn't mean anything when I say it. But he's he's a bad man. Very bad. He's a killer. Wannabe killer. And needs to be uh, apprehended immediately. Somebody theorized that he might may have... uh, Committed suicide? I, I Look, I, I want him taken alive. Dead or alive, but I would prefer alive. How about you? Uh, John in Staten Island. Yes, sir. Hey, Greg. Listen, uh, Adam's speech yesterday, this guy can get a lot of people killed because he said that you could take action. Now, what does he mean by action? Did, did, did anybody know if this guy still has another gun? I mean, was he that good? Well, what do you mean? When did he say take action? Did he say take action in that clip I played a moment ago? No, I think the interview that he had. What what did he say? I heard him say, what did I hear him say? He said, do something, say something, take something, say something. How does that go again? See something, say something. Oh, wow. Who'd ever thought of that, huh? Uh, Whatever. Um, what, What else did he say? Well, the thing is this. When you do something, you're getting people into a position where they could get killed. I want to mention one thing. Before he was mayor, he was also borough president. And when he was borough president, he didn't like the cops too much, and he said that people should take action. And because people took action, oh, yeah. there was a girl named Savatia Walt in East yep. New York that got her head blown off because some guy was shooting fireworks and instead of calling the cops. Yep. She went over there to talk to the guy, and she got her head blown off because Eric said to go do something. You know, you are, you are a thousand percent right. I forgot about that. I... I forgot about it, not during the election, but I could not believe that that wasn't a bigger issue. He specifically said, if you have an alter a, a, a disagreement with uh, with people and it's getting out, of, you just solve it yourselves. Don't call the cops. If you're tempted to call the cops, don't. Why? He thinks the cops are going to come show up blasting. And that poor girl listened to the mayor. Her whole family said that he she listened to what Erica. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. I got to find that sound. We got to find that. He did that. That was what a very stupid, stupid thing to say for a a criminally stupid thing to say for a person who wants to lead a city, lead a city government, be in charge of the police department to say, don't call the police. If you feel a need to don't settle it yourself. That is dangerous. Uh, Thank you for that. Yeah, we got to find that. That happened in the summer. Was it the summer, spring of 21, I guess? No, it had to be. Maybe it was a, It was the summer of 20. It was the summer of 20. And I'll find it right after the break. What's my status here? Is my wife here yet with lunch? 
She usually comes around now. All right, let me see what's going on with that, and I'll be back after the break. Latest breaking news and opinions. Entertaining and informative. All right. Did you hear the news? They got him. They got the alleged subway attacker. Frank James is in custody. Uh, er, Numerous reports that he was apprehended is in police custody at this point. I'm hearing that he was arrested uh, in Manhattan, uh, downtown, First Avenue, St. Mark's Place uh, area, East Village. And uh, he is. They got him. They got him a little over uh, 24 hours later. And the big link here, in addition to the van, the gun uh, they recovered uh, at the scene was uh, traced to Frank James. And he bought that gun 11 years ago in Columbus, Ohio. So, you know, quite frankly, when someone's on the run, it doesn't feel like it affects you. It could never affect you. It was just, you know, when I came out of the, when I was walking around, I just was kind of, I had my eyes open. I really felt like, yeah, this is real. This is uh, this is somebody who could be here. And um, it was a little uneasy. You know, I have to say, there are some great people out there, employers uh, all throughout the city, including my employer, by the way who made sure that their employees got home yesterday. If they didn't want to take the subway, you know, they could take an Uber, they could take uh, a cab, they'd be reimbursed. I just thought that was a really nice thing to do. Uh, thanks to all for doing that here. I was fine. I walked home. I can handle it. But, uh, you know, for the... No, I I, I walked. What, what, am, what am I... I'm not going to... So, looks like they're going to have a press conference downtown. And, uh, again, Frank James, the subway shooter, allegedly is in custody, and this is... Uh, look, whether he's the shooter or not, and he probably is, a guy who sounds as angry, deranged, and hateful as this needs to be locked up. Go ahead. This is why it's important to, to think about what you're going to do before you do it. No, hold on, hold on, stop. Play one where he's really angry, all right? The one where he is really hating on white people. Now, by the way... I just said he should be locked up. I mean, for his own good. You are allowed to say crazy crap like this. You are. You are. I don't like it. You don't like it. It's funny how they let him say this on YouTube. No problem. I say that I think the election might have had, even if I say it now, if I say it's stolen, it's like they're going to come and get me. I have grave concerns about the fairness of the election. Now, if I were to say it was stolen... If I were to say that, they'd kick me off YouTube. They didn't kick him off of YouTube for saying this crazy nonsense. I want you to believe that that's possible. I want you to delude yourself and tell yourself this about that could never happen here. That could never happen here. Those are famous last words. That could never happen here. Yes, the could and it will. Now the other part about black people versus white people, which is really sad and deranged, but he says it. Go ahead. And I tell the American Negro this. I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, 
should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. Yikes. And now more? You want to make up some story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb They don't see it that way. They hate your guts. Yikes. Bad stuff. Bad guy. In jail. Probably did it. It's got to be establishing court and all that stuff where they have probable cause. He's cuffed and everything. That person of interest went out the window, right? I wonder why do they even say person of interest? All right. Hey, do me a favor. Let's get that cop on the phone that we like so much uh, and ask him. Now, right now, my dad, unfortunately, is on a plane, I think. So I don't think I'll be able to get him. I don't know. Is this a moment for Bo Deedle? <laughs> Bo, uh, Bo, may, Bo may announce his campaign all over again. Um, so this is good news. Uh, what's done is done, I guess, regarding that. Uh, and I want to remind everybody what Rudy Giuliani did. This is happening because Rudy Giuliani gave information to the viewers at the right time. Curtis, who was on the line? Curtis Lee was on the line. Okay. Hey, Curtis, uh, good news, right? Do me a favor. Stand by. First, Rudy Giuliani cut 56. And they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume he comes from Arizona. I think that's awesome, Mayor Giuliani. And I do want to check in with Curtis real quick. Curtis Sliwa is on the phone. Curtis, huh? They did uh, They did okay. They got him right away. I don't think it should have taken this long, actually, but they got him, and that's good. How are you? Glory, Haliaski, hallelujah. The manhunt is over. They have their suspect in the ninth precinct, and uh, it came about because people, people who had seen this guy's face, started calling the tip line, and the cops were able to follow up. Uh, I thought that they had grabbed him earlier in the day. Maybe they did, uh, but naturally we had not. We did not have it confirmed, but now it's been confirmed, and you can imagine there's a deluge of people at the 9th Precinct in the Lower East Side right near Tompkins Square Park. Yeah. What was what, what he doing in the, um, the East Village? Granted, back in the day, a lot of uh, colorful characters wound up in the East Village, just kind of naturally congregate there. I wonder what he was doing there. Well, Greg, a huge colony of homeless people there. As you know, he was homeless living out of this van. Uh, Eric Adams uh, sent the cops and sanitation department in recently to clean out Tompkins Square Park, which is just two blocks from the 9th Precinct. Uh, So he might have been staying there. He might have been staying at an apartment. I'm sure details are going to come out. Uh, but at least uh, public enemy number one is in custody. I don't uh, see the Lower East Side as a uh, as a ho- homeless central anymore. You know, I see <laughs> everywhere I look, it seems like homeless central. Madison Avenue seems like home- homeless central. Homeless, ho- I don't see there as being a homeless uh, enclave. Uh, seriously, I just noticed it's just on uh, in vestibules and nice buildings. You see these guys? It's uh, It's really bad. Anyway... They got him. That's good. And um, I I just want to play you this, Curtis, because I do believe when you take a crazy guy like this, a criminal-minded fool like this, and you throw in toxic rhetoric like this for two years, nonstop, cut 45, please. We've seen with horrifying clarity the cost of systemic racism. We have a system that is built on systemic racism, and we have to dismantle that system piece by piece. Racism is systemic, 
It is structural. It is pervasive. Racism in America is endemic. It is foundational. America has a long history of systemic racism. The battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. Well, Curtis, what do you think? I really do think that you you couple that toxic rhetoric, that nonsense, those lies about America being systemically racist with a guy like this and something like what happens on the subway happens. Well, it's so interesting because when you look at his rants that he had posted, uh, he hated the world. He hated Hispanics. He hated Asians. He hated whites. And he even hated black women. So he just seemed to hate everybody but himself. And uh, so non, so specious, uh, you know, that we should feel white racist in New York City. How ridiculous. Most of these crimes are being committed by African-Americans. Here's a perfect example. Emotionally disturbed, no doubt, but an African-American. You know, it's interesting. You, you, you bring up something. Uh, racial harmony. This city had it for a very long time. And I have a theory about that, Curtis. And you know what? One of the reasons why we have it is because of you. So in other cities to this day, Philadelphia, Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, um, basically only poor people uh, take uh, mass transit. And unfortunately, in, um, or just as a matter of fact, in urban areas, uh, the poor are disproportionately people of color. In New York City, before all this nonsense, everybody took the subway. Rich, poor, middle class. You had a billionaire. You had a welfare. You had homeless. You had, well, you didn't have too many homeless. You had, you had a little bit of everything. And we all took the subway. And I think that was one of the reasons why this city, for a good, for about 25 years, was racially placid. And now we lost it. We lost it. And one of the reasons why we lost it is the city, the subway is so bad. Do you buy that? you buy that theory? No, that's a brilliant observation because you could be a billionaire. You could be poor and indigent. People would be mixing on the subways. They'd be next to one another. You and I, we met often on the E-train. We were surprised yeah. to see each other, but we would often see each other on the E-train. Unfortunately, people have avoided the subway. They've left in uh, droves. And a lot of them are just part of the exodus out of New York City. They're just they're not they're not sticking around, unfortunately, Greg. They're deciding to go to Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, and anywhere that they can get out of here. Yeah, yeah, they are. But hey, Curtis, again, you helped uh, you helped turn this city around. And how about that, Rudy Giuliani, putting out that, that information at the exact? Did you hear about this? Even the New York Times is acknowledging that Rudy Giuliani, when he said on the radio, and I got to play it one more time for everybody. It sounds like not a big deal, but this was a critical break in that the right guy heard this information listening to Rudy Giuliani's show. Where is this? Cut 56. And they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume he comes from Arizona. Anyway, the guy in Brooklyn who's tribal was blocked by that vehicle at that time. He's like, yeah, that's the guy. And he called the cops. Isn't that great? The New York Times acknowledges that Rudy's radio show right here, WABC, helped bring this matter to a close. Isn't that nice? Greg, do you realize Rudy's on a roll? The New York Times acknowledged uh, two weeks ago 
the Hunter Biden laptop for the first time, and now they acknowledge that he still is the number one crime fighter in all of New York City. <laughs> wow. Right there on West 4th Street and King's Highway, that's where the U-Haul van was. That's where our listener uh, saw it, all because the number one crime fighter gave that information out on the radio. It's like Batman. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is like Batman. He may not be mayor any longer, but he's like Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, he, that that is something. Oh, wow, he is on a roll, as a, a roll that's lasted a couple of decades now. He's back, back, back. All right, Curtis, we'll see you soon, okay, my friend? Thank you, Greg. Anytime. I'm back into the subway now. All right. Yeah. Good luck down there. Hey, man, that's okay. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, buddy. Uh, huh. All right. Curtis. You know, I grew up watching Curtis Sliwa. I saw him on the TV. I remember watching him with my dad uh, when he was uh, just starting it up on Fordham Road. He was a manager of the McDonald's on Fordham Road and uh, started that Guardian Angels thing. And, uh, yeah, I know. Sometimes some folks were a little skeptic, skeptical at first. Some cops even, but uh, uh, he's got a great heart and uh, he's got great savvy, great sense. Knows the city so well, and you know you you can't fool New Yorkers for uh, forty years. He's the real deal. Uh, all right, what's our status? Can I? I? All right, I will be actually just before this guy Gill. Oh, no, I can't do that. All right, I'm sorry about that. The wife is officially here, and i got to go take care of this. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly. This is The Greg Kelly Show. Well, I'm glad he was caught. I didn't see this coming, though. I didn't think they would get him. I thought he was off of Manhattan, so it's good. I feel like uh, we got to rearrange the show now somehow. I thought we were going to have a manhunt for the next three days, but uh, this is good news. He's back. They're going to have a press conference. I just heard that. How do they get him? How do they know he was at uh, Tompkins Square Park? Not to- not quite Tompkins Square Park. That's further east. Um, he was uh, First Avenue. First Avenue and uh, St. Mark's Place, right around there. It's close to Tompkins Square Park, but, you know, it's got to walk. They got him, Frank James. He's in custody, and that's great. And uh, also, nobody died. How about that? Nobody died. How many people were injured? 30. How many people were shot? 10? 5, critically? No deaths? I mean, one of the problems, apparently, is he set off the smoke bomb first. And then he couldn't see. So he's just shooting the gun wildly. Well, thank God for that. Hmm? You know? Um, All right. The wife did just bring me some lunch. It's excellent. How do we feel about lunch? Quite frankly, I don't... uh, The whole idea of leaving work in the middle of the day to get lunch. As Gordon Gecko once said, lunch is for wimps. Um, Which, uh, it sounds great, but I eat lunch. I do. I have to. Uh, one other thing here. Why does Troy disagree about anything? Frank James. Frank James is in custody, and I just got handed a note here that Troy disagrees with me about Frank James. He's a lunatic, and he's in custody, and that's a good thing. Troy, what's your beef? Well, he's the enemy from my point of view, and it's good he's in custody. You, you uh, post those uh, things online. Or you, look, it's, your, it's a free country. You can say and think whatever the hell you want. But you're not going to do it on this radio show. Man, he's right. He's right. Okay, I thought I I didn't I didn't realize you meant that literally. He thinks I'm wrong about Frank James. I thought, you know, is is 
his motives or, you know, like I called Frank James fat. I shouldn't have called him fat. I thought he was going to disagree with that stuff. I didn't know he was going to say he disagrees with me. He's right. I don't want to. I don't need to have that conversation. Although it might be fun. Get him back on the phone. No, don't. Now, do we have the police commissioner saying out loud that it was a black guy? Do we have that? Because she did. And that was a good thing. That's what law enforcement does. Whatever the uh, ethnicity, race of the individual, um, you say it. It helps catch the guy. Yeah, come to think of it, (laughs) you know, we had a, it was like pulling teeth. She did the right thing. She put it out there. And listen to how she did it. Go ahead. Straightforward, right? We will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt. Okay. Straightforward description. We can work with that. None of but nobody in the media wanted to say black. Nobody. You can see it. They were pain. They were talking about uh, everything else about him other than the color of his skin. Now, why would that? Now, I saw some later. After that was the official description. They would say, some conceded, a dark complexion. It was swarthy, I heard one person say. Swarthy. Dark complexion. Olive complexion. Uh, dark-skinned. One person, and I, this has been noted in Mark's... Uh, He's a black gentleman. Said it very quickly. A gentleman. A gentleman. This is a a, a black gentleman. Um, there is this crazy sensitivity, uh, particularly among liberals, that if you <laughs> uh, point out obvious things like the description of a criminal right after a crime, that somehow you're good, they're going to point the finger at you and say you're racist. And actually, weirdly enough, there are people who will do that. But you got to say, get the hell out of here. I don't care about you and your nonsense. We're going to call this what it is. They were looking for a suspect who is five foot five, 180 pounds, kind of fat, wearing a green vest, and he's black. If you call 911, at least 911 is not politically correct for now. Hey, those 911 operators are terrific, by the way. I have called 911 a couple of times over the years, and more than a couple of times, maybe. And they're terrific. And they get all the information. I know once in a blue moon you'll hear some story. You haven't heard one in a while where one of the operators is like crazy and gives them a hard time. That doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen here and sit in the city. They're great people. And they're not afraid to ask what needs to be asked. Was he white, black, Hispanic, Asian, what? They need that information right away. They don't screw around. You can't when it comes to public safety. But you can, I guess, when you're in politics, you say you're concerned about public safety, but you're really concerned about getting reelected. You're really concerned about people liking you. You're really concerned about not being the subject of a Twitter mob. You're really concerned about money. You're really concerned about donations. All that nonsense. Oh, and speaking of which, hey, do we have, uh, what is her name? Kathy Hochul uh, just uh, yelling and screaming about how they're going to catch this guy. We got to catch him. We got to catch him. We got to catch him. And she's like, the violence must stop. It must stop. Like she's yelling at a bunch of kids. Uh, We played this yesterday, but it's actually pretty good. Do me a favor. One more time. We say no more. No more mass shootings. No more disrupting lives. 
No more creating heartbreak for people just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. It has to end. It ends now. And we are sick and tired of reading headlines about crime, whether they're mass shootings or the loss of a teenage girl or a 13-year-old. It has to stop. I'm committing the full resources of our state to fight this surge of crime, this insanity that is seizing our city because we want to get back to normal. It has been a long, hard two years. That's what we crave, that sense of stability and normalcy. And this is what the mayor and I are going to continue to work It has to end now. It has to stop right now. It's got to stop. You think that's going to stop Frank James? You think it's going to stop this guy? This is why it's important to, to think about what you're going to do. I don't think it's do going it. to stop him. I don't think it's going to stop that guy. And if you're so worried about crime, why the hell did you pick a guy like Benjamin, Brian Benjamin, to be your lieutenant governor? Two minutes before you said all that crazy nonsense yesterday. And why did you say it? Because you had to say something, right? You're the governor for some mysterious reason. You, Kathy Hochul, back to the beauty parlor in Buffalo with you. You're not up to it. Everybody knows it. I think you probably know it. And boy, oh boy, the New York Post delivers again. We'll be right back with their devastating indictment of her lack of leadership, lack of smarts, lack of integrity, you name it. Be right back. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Hey, we're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, The mayor is speaking right now. I really don't care what he has to say about this. He doesn't know anything more than uh, uh, we've already told you, and uh, I can't stand that he's the mayor. I think he has no business being the mayor. And uh, now he just wanted to, you know, he's sick with COVID. So they stopped the press conference so he can say something remotely from uh, Gracie Mansion, I guess. Now the commissioner, I'll I'll say this about the new police commissioner, the former chief of detectives for three months of Nassau County, and we know nothing about in terms of her personal life, nothing in terms of her education, nothing about now, why would we want to know those things? It's kind of interesting. Police commissioner is kind of a big deal, supposed to be at least. All right. Anyway, they got the person. That's good news. Let's go ahead and turn up the volume now. The police commissioner, Commissioner Sewell, is uh, speaking from one police plaza. Officers, in response to a Crime Stoppers tip, stopped Mr. James at 1.42 p.m. at the corner of St. Mark's Place and First Avenue in Manhattan. He was taken into custody without incident and has been transported to an NYPD facility. He will be charged with committing yesterday's appalling crime in Brooklyn. I want to commend all of the investigators and analysts who took part in this all-hands-on-deck investigation. Literally, hundreds of NYPD detectives worked doggedly during the last 30 hours to bring this together. Uh. They did so in tandem with a vast number of our law enforcement partners, including those from the FBI-NYPD Joint Terrorism Task Force. Okay, okay, okay. Just turn it off for a second. But she just said it was a Crime Stoppers tip. They saw the guy on the street. Somebody called the cops. He's right there. And they got him. I don't know. Sometimes they got to thank everybody. They got to praise themselves. They got this, that, and the other thing. You know, uh, the cheerleading. And and she's done speaking already. Who the hell is this guy? Turn up the volume. That's significant evidence that directly links Mr. James to the shooting. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. Thank you, Mayor Giuliani. I'd like to turn it over to Chief James Essick for details of the investigation. Now, why isn't she doing that? 
I guess this Good is the chief of detectives. Everybody. I'd like to update the public on yesterday's incident on the subway in Brooklyn on a Manhattan-bound N train. Incident. Through the course of this investigation, we developed additional information and evidence. Mr. Frank James, our person of interest, now became a wanted individual for yesterday's horrific incident. incident. Mr. James is a male, 62 years old. He is known to us and has ties in Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York City. His arrest history in New York is nine prior arrests dating from 1992 to 1998. Those include possession of burglary tools four times, criminal sex act, theft of service two times. He was arrested on a New Jersey warrant. He also has a criminal tampering. He has three arrests in New Jersey in 1991, 1992, and 2007. They are for trespass, larceny, and disorderly conduct. So yesterday, we recovered video of him prior to the incident entering the Kings Highway subway station. He has the same black cart that he has later recovered on the crime scene. The pictures are to my right over here. This station is available electronically um, after this. This station is three blocks from where he recovered the U-Haul truck that he rented in Philadelphia. The key to that truck was recovered at the crime scene. This jacket, the distinctive orange jacket, was also recovered, as well as his construction helmet he was wearing and we, we recovered that in a garbage uh, bin in transit. We believe, but this is still early in the investigation, that after firing his weapon 33 times at innocent New York City subway riders, Mr. James boarded an R train that had pulled into the station, went one stop up and exited at 25th Street Station. We also have a picture of that. The gun used in this, a 9-millimeter Glock, which was recovered at this crime scene, was bought, was purchased by Mr. James in 2011 in Ohio. We tracked Mr. James and his last known whereabouts was 7th Avenue and 9th Street in Park Slope, entering the subway. Minutes ago, thankfully, NYPD patrol officers from the 9th Precinct responded to St. Mark's and 1st Avenue where they apprehended him without incident. This case was quickly solved using technology, video canvassing, and then getting that information out to the public. So I can't speak highly enough of the partners we had, the FBI, Mike Driscoll, ATF, John DeVito, U.S. Uh, District Attorney from Eastern, uh, Breon Peace, uh, and, and the coordination and, uh, within the Detective Bureau. Tommy Galati from Intel, our Transit Bureau, our Patrol Services Bureau. A phenomenal job less than 30 hours later to arrest this individual. So with that, I'd like to turn it over to Brianne Peace. Who's this? Great job, but who's this guy? Brianne Peace. That was the chief of detectives. All right. Good afternoon. Thank you. Yesterday was a dark day for all of us but the bright spots of the incredible heroism of our fellow New Yorkers helping each other in a time of crisis 
the quick response by our first responders and the hard work by all of our law enforcement partners that has been ongoing is truly uh, a bright spot here. Today, uh, Frank James has been charged by complaint in Brooklyn Federal Court with one count of violating 18 U.S.C. sections 1992 A7. Assistant U.S. Attorney, this guy. Which prohibits terrorist and other or Maybe he's the U.S. Attorney, I don't know. Eastern District. Transportation systems. He has been apprehended. He will be arraigned in federal court in Brooklyn, and if convicted, he will face a sentence of up to life imprisonment. My office is prepared to prove yeah, he's the Eastern District U.S. Attorney. April 12th, 2022, in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. All right, they got him. Listen, they got him, and that's great. And they're going to charge him to the hilt. Uh, hey, I like that the feds are charging him. Not Alvin Bragg. This did not happen in Manhattan, so it's not Alvin Bragg's case. It's a federal case, and it happened in Brooklyn, and that is the Eastern District of New York, as opposed to the Southern District, which incorporates Manhattan, the Bronx, uh, I think maybe even parts of it. Anyway, um, this is all good. And where does that leave us? Uh, They call it the blame game, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If this were a so-called, if this were a white guy, number one, they'd immediately label him a white supremacist. Okay, right? And maybe he would have been. I don't know. Uh, probably somebody did the same thing and spouting the same kind of crap. Yeah, you can call him a white supremacist and I can call this guy a black supremacist, a black nationalist. That's what he's been talking about, all that crazy stuff. Yet no word whatsoever on, uh, wait a second, one other guy's speaking. It looks like he's from the FBI. That's my guess. Go ahead. Turn it up. Peace of mind to all and we'll continue to do so as this case proceeds. Thank you. Good afternoon, and thank you all for being here today. As Mr. Peace just discussed, Mr. James is now facing a federal charge Who are you? for his actions, a terrorist attack on mass transit. We have two ways that you can get in contact with us, because I want to be very clear that this is still an ongoing investigation. If you have additional information regarding Mr. James's activity, or if you have digital information, please reach out to us. Contact Ooh. the FBI. There we go. I didn't know he was the FBI. Or you can provide digital media through FBI.gov. Okay, thanks a lot. I knew he was from his haircut and his shirt. I'm like, this guy's a fed. And that's fine. They look, they're clean cut. They're sharp looking guys for the most part. And women. All right, so what do we say about this? What do we, is there anything else to say? Uh, I'm ready to move on. Uh, I don't know. Peter in New Jersey. What's up? Hey, Craig. Greg, with a G. Okay, Craig. Bingo to you, pal. The left creates this uh, this uh, discord between racial uh, lines. And when uh, the blacks that get into office are now in the glee club, but when there are blacks like conservatives and so on and so forth, they're called Uncle Tom from the other side. So... You know, this is very bad, you know, when you're using race as a tool to divide a country. And the left has been doing this for so long now, so long that it's just horrible. So long, it's horrible, and they have radicalized, I believe. You know, this guy was dormant. The last time he was arrested, he's 62 years old. The last time he was arrested was in 2007. 
That's, uh, do the math, 15 years ago. He was 47 years old. And now he's all fired up and ready to go and wants to, hates everybody, all this. Now, I'm sure he was not a nice guy in 2007. But what made him go like that? At the age of 62, he's got to be one of the oldest mass shooters I've ever heard of, right? And now what does he sound like again? What does he sound like? And I tell the American Negro this, I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. All right, thank you. So this, you know what, I I, I trace this back to the overreaction of George Floyd. I do. And all the lies they told about America are fundamentally racist. and, And they were all saying it. They were all saying it. Do you recognize any of these voices? Cut 45. We've seen with horrifying clarity the cost of systemic racism. We have a system that is built on systemic racism, and we have to dismantle that system piece by piece. Racism is systemic. It is structural. It is pervasive. Racism in America is endemic. It is foundational. America has a long history of systemic racism. The battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. All right. I heard Biden. Excuse me. I heard Kamala Harris. I heard Beto. I heard Biden again. I heard the. I heard everybody. And here's more of them. They're doing the same thing. Another round. With the issues of systemic racism throughout our society. We have been fighting systemic racism in this country for 400 years. It is systematic or systemic racism through many if not all of our institutions. And it gets to the point of the systemic racism that exists in this country that permeates every social system that we have here. Let's be real that systemic racism is part of our American culture. It's embedded in every facet of life. Uh, Systemic racism is just as American as apple pie. Every, every aspect, every, everything. So if you're a revolutionary nutjob like him and you're hearing from these authority figures that everything is backwards and wrong... Maybe you pick up a gun and go blast in a subway like an idiot. Uh, Let me just hear a little bit of this Q&A that's going on. More than carnage, more than any more carnage to the city. As to the investigation into the motive and to look and scour in his social media, uh, that's still part of the ongoing investigation. Oh, just say it already. Come on, stop. These guys don't know what what you're allowed to say and what you shouldn't say. That's what I see a lot from law enforcement. I love law enforcement, but man, sometimes they have the ability to say they have the latitude to say more than they they realize sometimes. And sometimes they put out too much information, too. They can and things leak. But this is the time. This is a safe time you can talk about his his postings that I can tell you about. And we just played for you. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to go into listen mode. What do you guys think? Susan. Susan is on the phone in, uh, uh, I never can ever say that. Is it called Manalapan where you are in New Jersey? Susan? Hi. Perfect. Thank you. What's going on? Okay. So when I called, I had just heard your tape 45, where the president of the United States, as well as the vice president of the United States, both mentioned systemic racism. Right. And if you want to take that one step further, if we're looking at January 6th and we're saying what was said by the president of the United States brought us to an attempted insurrection or 
I guess they're calling it an insurrection. What's the difference if Biden and Harris do it? You're exactly right. Now, I've been uh, kicking this one around myself, noodling it, if you will. And uh, one of the things I want to say, but I don't want to say, look, I do not buy that President Trump uh, started January 6th. I don't buy it. It's wrong. I think it was an inside job, quite frankly. I saw the cops let people in. You saw it as well. I've seen people who didn't break anything or hurt anybody. I think it was a great big setup, okay? A great big setup. But if we do, for a moment, take their rationale on the left, that President Trump inspired an insurrection with his grave concerns about uh, the election, election integrity, and his claims that it was stolen, then you must accept, must accept, the left must accept. They have no choice whatsoever but to accept that their own Horrible propaganda lies about America prompted this nut job to do what he did. It's open and shut, isn't it, Susan? It absolutely is. I'm sorry, and I don't think President Trump did anything of the kind. And I think that this was from high up. And they told them to let them in. And they told them to do the damage that they did, and they were part and parcel to the murder of, uh, what, what was her name, Ashley? Ashley Babbitt. Ashley, Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt. I agree. I agree. I, You're right. I'm, like, when does it stop? When does it stop? And when do we get our answers? All right? And I think we're going to do very well this November, and we will start getting our answers. Susan, thank you. I do have to take a quick break. Be right back. Greg Kelly. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Hello. Once again, let's give Rudy um, so much praise and credit. His uh, decision to say what he said, when he said it, and the guy who needed to hear it was listening to WABC Radio listening to Rudy Giuliani, as I'm sure he does every day at 4 o'clock. And Rudy was talking about the situation as it unfolded yesterday at around 4 o'clock. And Rudy gave a description of the vehicle that happened to be sitting in this guy's driveway, blocking his driveway. It's like, yeah, that's the same one. And he called the cops. All right, here it is. Cut 56. And they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume he comes from Arizona. Great job. Great job. Great job. (laughs) The right guy was listening to it, and he's getting credit. Rudy is. The New York Times even has written it up. All right, listen, I only got a couple of minutes left, and some folks have been on the phone for a long time. Gil in Forest Hills. Thanks, Greg. Uh, I, I, I'll wager that the defense will uh, will contrive to make Frank James the victim, and I think it's going to look very much like the Larry Davis case from a few decades ago, and I'm trying to fortify myself for what's likely going to be a detestable spectacle. Eh, I think it's going to kind of fade away in a weird way. These things take forever. Uh, it seems like the evidence against him is overwhelming. Uh, I don't think he's exactly going to get, um, you know, Professor Dershowitz to defend him. He's probably going to go with legal aid, and who knows what they'll say. So, Gil, I, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not worried about that right now. 
But I am concerned, and I want to highlight that what led to this were the lies of the left. The lies of the left helped bring this on. Anything else, Gil? You're on hold there for a long time. Anything else? No, Greg. Thanks so much. You bet. You bet. Uh, Another guy who was on hold for a long time, Mark, in Rawway. Ooh, right by the jail. Hey, Mark, how far are you from the prison? Hi, Greg, yeah. uh, How far are you from the prison? uh, One and a half miles. Wow. All right, what's up? Well, yeah, um, your stream of consciousness and shifting emotions and gears is captivating and provoking of uh, 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 humor and everything. Yeah, but, but you got a butt. What's going on? What's your problem? No, no. What got me to call, after you playing from the from the guy's, this monster's own words, yes, he has evil in his soul, but to, pre- to, to uh, you know, carry this out, to uh, premeditatively do it, uh, when he said, I want to kill white people, but I don't want to go to jail, to add on to other people's thoughts, look at uh, everyone being arrested and being out in his demented mind, he probably thought, maybe I can get away with it. I don't have to get, go to jail. You know what? Excellent point, Mark. Another one. Uh, that is an excellent point. Because we don't know exactly when those videos were made. So, uh, you know, were they made six months ago? Were they made a year ago, year and a half ago? I think it was definitely post-Black Lives Matter summer sometime. You never know at all. He thought, and not... <laughs> I tell you, he's crazy, but not crazy, crazy. You know, you, Mark, you, you. Not crazy enough to not figure out how to do it. Exactly. And not, well, but also, as you just described, in his own head, like this, the conditions are such that he may not have to go to jail for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. Paul, again, I, I love listening to you, man. Uh, all right. Thanks, pal. Um, very interesting. Great observation. I'm going to have to work that into the Newsmax show tonight. I will. All right. Well, I think we got two in time for one more. Ross is in Jersey as well. Hi, Ross. Hi, Greg. Love your show. Uh, it, it's Russ, by the way. Are you at Sorry. But uh, anywho, uh, I just wanted to say right now, uh, kudos to Mayor Giuliani. He, he, he did a great thing. He put it out there. They caught the, 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 the animal. But the thing is, is that the whole justice system is so messed up that, that this is going to keep happening because there's no deterrent. They know they're just going to be put away for a couple of months or a couple of years, and then they're going to be released back out into into the social, you know, into public again. They should have the death penalty. Something like this, and that one that, that, that ran over all those five people in, in Michigan just uh, over, over in December. Which you never hear about, by the way. Boy, they could not cover that up quickly enough. They could not move on quickly enough. Clearly, that was race-motivated. I have to say, when they talked about the U.S. attorney there, and uh, if convicted, he will face the possibility of life in prison. I was like, hmm. You know, we've heard that before. (laughs) Life in prison often, most of the time, doesn't mean life in prison. You know? Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll do they'll do ten, you know, four, four years, five years in there or, 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 yeah. or, or three hots in a cot. Although, Russ, you know who's still in jail? Uh, Colin Ferguson. Remember that guy who shot up the Long Island Railroad in 1993? He's still in jail. Totally insane guy. The Long Island Railroad, Merlin Avenue. Remember that? At least he hasn't gotten out and won't be getting out. Um, there are some guys hopefully will never get out. Even the Son of Sam people, they're trying to get out. And, well... How do we feel about parole? I'll have to talk about that some other time. Uh, It's a complex issue, but this guy should go away forever. And you say the death penalty, I'm not going to argue with you at all. Russ, thank you. Susan, Joe, Chris, the rest, I will see you tonight. If you can make time, it would be great. 
7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Uh, it's, uh, call your cable provider and or you can download the app. It's free, very easy to use. Many thanks 